Merry Christmas, and thanks for joining the Scarlet Blue and You podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Yass, and Hannibal LaGrange University Alumni Director. This is a weekly podcast featuring HLGU alumni, students, events, campus news, and so much more. I'm coming to you from the Burt Studio on our beautiful campus, and my special guest today is alum... Emma Anderson. Welcome, Emma. Thank you. Thank you. You like the way that alum sounds? I kind of forget sometimes, (laughs) honestly. (laughs) You are an alum. You are also a student. Yes. You're in our master's program. Yes. I work, live, and am studying on campus. So you still sort of feel student-y. Yeah, very student-y. But but you're a student times two now because you've already earned the first one. Yeah, it's a different breed. (laughs) All right. Well, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. So I got to hear your story a few months ago at one of our Board of Visitor meetings and was just blown away by it. So I wanted to have you on the podcast uh, to hear it again. Well, yeah, sharing that with the Board of Visitors was very intimidating, I must say, but I'm glad that you received it You did a lovely job. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, it was... um, I was asked to reflect basically just on my HLGU story, I guess you could say. And that was very hard because there is a lot that I could say about the past four years. But, you know, I was that high school senior that I put off making decisions as long as possible. It got to be April of my senior year, and I had no idea what to do with myself. No idea. My grandma was just begging me, please just go on a visit somewhere, somewhere. And so I signed up for an HLGU one just to get her off my back, you know, naturally. Mm Mm-hmm. But I had actually applied and been accepted like eight months before. I just didn't think anything else of it. The school was not on my radar whatsoever. And I got here. I didn't want to like it. (laughs) I didn't expect to like it. But I left knowing there was something about this place. I just didn't really know what it was. Oh, that's great. It was just a God thing, definitely. Well, yeah, because it sounds like you did not have the best attitude coming in. Oh, definitely not. (laughs) I had a poor attitude. But I got to play basketball. I tried out with the basketball team on my visit day. And it was, that, I think, that Monday after that week. And I was sitting at lunch in our high school cafeteria with my best friend. And I'd been really quiet. She was like, what is going on with you? I was like, you know what? I just, I got to go to Hannibal. That's, I have to. And so I called coach right then and I verbally committed. And then I had a signing day later on. But then it was moving day time. Yes. And I was not happy about that either. One of my favorite days of the year. It was not for me. It was- <laughs> It was not a very joyous occasion because I don't like change. I Mm. had grown to hate change. Mm. And all of these things were going to be different. You know, I had to leave my friends. I was leaving all the teachers that I loved, leaving the small town that I grew up in. And I got here and I had another really bad attitude about it. (laughs) But then I spent not very much time here at all. And I realized that all those things that were changing, they were replaced by so many other great things. Mm. I had immediate friends on the basketball team. You know, we spend so much time together. You right. Know, naturally. You better be friends. Exactly. I had professors that really cared. They didn't just say they did. You know, I had great times in the classroom. And then I got to live in this place where people talked about Jesus all the time. Mm-hmm. So that wasn't what drew me here, but it was definitely, you know, that's a big part of the story. So I got to play basketball. A lot of people don't get to do that. A lot of people that I played against in high school that were a lot better than me, they didn't get to play college basketball. Mm. Um, I had a great academic experience where I got professional experience, like doing real world things before I even graduated. Nice. And it was just, it was so good. It was so good. Yeah. And what's your major? Public relations, bachelor's with a minor in English. Nice. Yes. So I don't know how I ended up in that major. I really (laughs) don't. Like, I don't know if I blacked out and just picked one or I have no (laughs) You may have gotten recruited. (laughs) Heavily recruited. Mrs. Jung is a good recruiter. Yes, yes. (laughs) Yes. 
But I can't neglect to talk about the spiritual side of my experience here, too, because, you know, we're HL Jesus, right? We don't call it that for nothing. Distinctly Christian environment. Our identity is in, you know, our faith. So I was that kid that came here, and I grew up in church, but it was more of a head knowledge sort of thing. You know, I, even throughout high school, was kind of fell into this, I guess you could call it a mold of complacency almost, of being okay with going to church on Sunday, hearing the sermon, leaving, and keeping God in that box of, mm. okay, you can have Sunday, but nothing else. Yeah, you can have this part. Exactly. But you can I have don't this, need you for this part. A few hours on, you know, one day of the week, and that's all I was giving him. And it was almost like the more and more I fought that, the more and more I did that, the more sermons there were that seemed like they were right at me, like they were just slapping me in the face. But, but, but wait, no, you got to shove that conviction down because that's what I did. And I went through all of high school like that. It felt like in my freshman year here, I was doing the same thing. But I was in an environment where it was a lot harder to do that because in classes we talked about biblical worldview because in chapel, you know, you get the gospel almost everywhere you go. So it was becoming a lot more difficult to bat that conviction away. And it got to be the summer after my freshman year. I was at home talking to an old friend on the phone, and it tur- it was a God conversation, definitely. But it turned into me, like, sobbing for four hours, oh. like a chump. I was on my knees. You know, I was sobbing. You get that, like, snot, oh, yeah. your eyes are all puffy. The ugly cry. Exactly. And I just was at that point where... I realized I was very fearful of what living a a life for Christ would look like. I was fearful of what that change would bring because, you know, I don't like change. And it got to the point to where I thought about the people on campus I had seen who lived out their faith in front of me. And it was almost like a, why am I so scared of this? I see people do it every day. And in that moment when I finally let go of whatever control I thought I had of mm-hmm. my life, you know, and I finally let go of the reins and just surrendered saying, okay, Jesus, I need you more than any of this other stuff. Then I came back to campus my sophomore year and it was, I fell in love with this place even more because mm-hmm. I knew why people were living the way that they were because I had had that change myself. And that's just thinking about that, thinking about that transformation, you know, HOG is not the hero of this story. Jesus is. Right. But thinking about how God has used this school in my life, oh, it's so overwhelming. Mm. Just the way that he has provided. Like, I got a four-year degree here. I got to play basketball. I have lifelong friends. I have relationships with professors that I know are going to continue after I leave this place. And now I get to still live here. I get to work here. And I get to get another degree. So it's just overwhelming how God has used this school in my life. And that's what was different about this place. I didn't know it at that time, but that's what was different. So it's just, it's amazing to think about how he has provided. Mm, That's a great story, Emma. And I don't think you are alone with that kind of story. I mean, Mm -hmm. mine's not quite that exciting, but what God did to our relationship between the ages of 18 and 22, uh, I don't think would have happened anywhere else. Right, exactly. Oh, well, thank you for sharing that. Uh, What about future plans? Okay. I'm figuring out how to answer this question (laughs) because I don't really have an answer. So let's just say in God's will somewhere, but Uh I don't know where that is. I will finish my master's in two years. Okay. So I'll be on campus for at least the next two years. But after that, couldn't tell you. 
Okay. I really don't know. But the good thing about what I'm doing now, I'm working with Mr. Hall to do some events. He's our business professor. Yes, he's also our Mormon professor of business. So M O O R M A N. <laughs> yeah, I've had several students ask me, "Wait, Mr. Hall, what is are we Mormon? doing?" <laughs> yeah. No, so we get to plan events on campus. We get to host events for students, bring special speakers to campus. I get to do a lot of stuff that my bachelor's degree actually prepared mm-hmm. me for. And I get to learn from Mr. Hall at work. So it's a great combination of everything. But after that, I'm really not sure. <laughs> and you're yeah. you're considered a graduate assistant right now. Yes. I'm and, and so your job is helping Mr. Hall. Yes. No, I didn't plan on that happening whatsoever either. Right? I did not plan on sticking he around He may have had here. plans for that. Maybe. He's pretty maybe. satisfied with the arrangement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But so am I, so it's good. Yeah. Well, you know, I, we're just uh, very thankful for students like you that, that God is allowing HLGU to be a place where you can grow and, and become the disciple he needs you to be. And, uh, you know, if if you're listening and you want to help impact students just like Emma, you can. You can give to our student scholarship fund here at Hannibal LaGrange. You could also give to like the basketball program to yeah. help with scholarships like that. You can, uh, you can help in so many areas, fine arts, athletics, uh, a specific academic program. So, uh, you can do that very easily on our website, hlg.edu slash giving. And, uh, gifts of all sizes really make a difference because as you know, as a student, uh, you get even that hundred dollar <laughs> gift. Oh, yeah. You're like, hey, that's fantastic. What a blessing. A $10 Taco Bell gift card is something else even. <laughs> you can, It goes a long way at Taco oh, Bell. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. All right. Well, Emma, thank you so much for joining us and sharing a little bit of your story. And, and we'll be praying for you. Thank as, you. As thank it you. sounds like changes is in your future. And, but it sounds like you're handling it a little I better. I am getting better. Yes. Well done. I'm getting better. Thank Maturing. <laughs> Good job. Growing up. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been Lauren Yelse with Scarlet Blue and You. Thanks for joining.